Welcome to the Talking Security Podcast. We will talk about items related to Microsoft security. Hi everyone, welcome at a new recording of the Talking Security Podcast. My name is Frans Houdendorp and together with my co-host Puyan, uh, we're back with a new recording and this time we have a nice subject. Last time we talked about Defender for uh, DevOps or uh, DevOps security within uh, within Defender for Cloud. Um, what what topic do we have today and what uh, what is the guest that, that we have, uh, Puyan? Yeah, it's great to be back again, Franz. Uh, last week we had indeed a great session on the whole DevSecOps on Defender for Cloud, and today we are gonna we have a great uh, host where we talk about Defender for API, which we will touch later on. Um, well, Ajinka, last time we met, uh, uh, Defender for API wasn't announced uh, even yet. Can you please short introduce yourself and and and, and the team? Uh, yeah, definitely. So um, first of all, guys, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super thrilled to be here and talk about the cool innovations we're doing for API security uh, in Microsoft. So um, I'm a product manager with uh, Defender for APIs team. Uh, so Defender for APIs is one of the API-focused security solutions we are adding to our cloud-native application protection platform, which is Microsoft Defender for Cloud. So it's going to be one of the new Defender plans that customers can enable to start adding that application or API-specific security uh, into their cloud architecture. Amazing. Thanks for taking uh, making time for us to join us today. Um, well, I think today's topic is really interesting uh, and important, definitely in the time that we are in with cloud and lots of development happening and lots of microservices going on uh, on, on cloud technologies. Um, and I think with that, it's a lot in, in, important to have a lot of visibility, uh, definitely when it comes to um, uh, our APIs. But before we dive deep into the Defender for API and the great uh, features and, and, and it has, maybe it's good to start by uh, for all our uh, listeners to defining uh what what is an api and 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 where uh, and when are apis typically used can we can you give us a general overview for our listeners yeah i i think that is a great starting point to level set everyone's understanding of uh, the artifact we aim to protect with defender for apis right Um, an api which stands for application programming interface is essentially a set of rules and protocols that allow one piece of software to interact with another. You can think of it like a waiter in a restaurant. You give the waiter your order or request and they take it to the kitchen and bring back the food or the data that you asked for. Uh, the waiter acts as the middleman, ensuring that a smooth communication between you and the kitchen happens without you needing to know how the food was made. Like similarly, API act as a middleman between different software systems or services. Um, APIs are everywhere in today's digital age uh, and have become the default mode of communication between application components. Uh, When you use an app on your phone to check whether book a flight or send a message, you're often interacting with multiple APIs behind the scene. Uh, For example, a travel booking app may use one API to check flight availability 
another one to process payments and yet another one to send you a confirmation email. Uh, businesses today rely on APIs to interact, to integrate with other systems, expand their functionality and enhance user experiences. Uh, they are crucial in modern software development, playing a role in everything from cloud applications to internet of things, uh, devices to mobile apps and so much more. Amazing. So APIs are actually used everywhere in all kinds of scenarios, for, uh, as you explained. Do you also see an increase or in the, in the usage of APIs in the, in the time that we are in at the moment? Yeah, right now, um, like you mentioned, right? So earlier we had like monolithic application architectures, right? So where you had maybe tens of hundreds of requests going to one or handful of servers. Now, as uh, microservices have become the default architectural paradigm and people are constructing much smaller, nimble applications that are inter that are independent or interdependent quite a bit, APIs have become, like I said, the mode of communication for these individual components, right? So now you have uh, hundreds and thousands of requests going to hundreds and thousands of uh, different microservices. So in effect, the complexity of our um, applications has increased exponentially. And also with that, the sheer amount of APIs that we develop has increased uh, significantly. Yeah. And 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 well, with all that micro segmentation is, is of course, um, so you can also say uh, a lot of things are isolated. So why is API security then so important? Um, and can you give us some examples of, of the risks uh, associated with APIs? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like API security is a paramount, right, for any organization. Um, because I mentioned earlier, APIs act as the gateways for different software systems to communicate. Uh, if an API is not secured correctly, it can become a vulnerable entry point for malicious actors to exploit. Um, gain un un unauthorized access uh, and potentially compromise the system. Um, one of the reports from Akamai uh, mentioned that a staggering 83% of web traffic today is coming from APIs, right? So that's, that's a significant percentage. Uh, this isn't surprising uh, though, like I said, given the recent technological shifts we are, we are seeing towards migration to cloud uh, adoption of microservices, right? So this is expected to happen. Um, and the beauty of microservices is that uh, they are in independent, yet they are interdependent, right? So uh, this approach, while incredibly powerful and flexible, brings with it a heightened level of complexity. Uh, if you think about the sheer volume of interactions that are happening between microservices, it's exponential. Um, and it's not just about internal communications. The plurifil the proliferation of apps and the demand of interconnectivity means that publicly exposed APIs are skyrocketing, right? So now the communication is not just happening internally within your application or within your VNet. Uh, enterprises are exposing APIs for external public as well, right? Uh, current projections suggest that we will see over 1 billion APIs, publicly exposed APIs by 2030. Uh, now just imagine the security implications of that number, right? So, and one more thing why API security is important is APIs by their very nature deal with sensitive data, right? A breach in an API doesn't just risk exposing this data, 
the the consequences can be catastrophic. Um, we have seen instances of full account takeovers, disruptions in services, and data breaches. Uh, if you look at the most recent API-related attacks, a clear pattern will emerge, and it's very apparent to see that the threat is really real, and no organization, irrespective of their size, big or small, no one is immune from this threat, right? So the aftermath of a the aftermath of a compromised API isn't just technical. Uh, it really has a ripple effect, right? It can lead to loss of customer trust. Uh, it can damage a, a company's PR. Uh, there is significant financial repercussions in forms of uh, regulatory fines or le revenue losses, right? And in some cases, we're talking about millions of dollars. Uh, so the cost of a API breach is, is pretty high. Uh, some organizations can sustain it. Not every organization can take that on their balance sheets and still operate as if nothing's happened, right? So yeah. So yeah, and that that. If you want, I can even talk about specific risks, right? Yeah. So indeed, so what the, the risk that you mentioned, is, I think it's really also common in in the time that we are in with organization going towards the cloud and and facing that everything is now publicly has a public endpoint i think that's in the same similar as what mm -hmm. you are describing with the apis um and 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 also that the, the there is no total visibility everything is micro segmented and and you don't have a fully charged which you, what we had in the uh, in the data center uh, time uh, where everything was behind a firewall um right. so so if this is such a big topic for organization if the numbers are so high and rising constantly and and the risk that it brings with it like you mentioned like one api can lead towards data leak and, and getting at the whole platform compromised and, and and all kind of scenarios then the question raises like is it what are the what are the challenges for organizations um because um to face and and protect their APIs is is it that hard for them to do it or what 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 are the common challenges in that? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And you tell me how much time do we have to cover this? <laughs> so there are so many, so many, right? So um, APIs have become integral to modern business processes, right? And while they bring many benefits, they also introduce unique challenges when it comes to protection. Uh, think about the complexity of modern architecture. We talked about a bit, right? So uh, the shift to microservices and decentralized architecture means there are often many more APIs to manage. Um, like imagine in an organization, how many developers uh, are writing code versus how many security personnel do you have protecting that threat surface, right? So each one represents a each API represents a potential attack uh, vector, making the task of protection more complex. Then there is lack of visibility, which is a big one, right? Many organizations don't have a comprehensive understanding of all the APIs that they have, right? It's like a wild west for them. Uh, there are certain APIs. It really comes down to like the, the organization culture and how diligent uh, application development teams are in reporting and documenting their APIs, right? So at any given point, um, if you're a security operator, you need to have a very comprehensive understanding of which APIs are being developed, why are they being developed, what kind of data do they access, who has access to that data, right? 
so it becomes a very complex problem. So there is lack of visibility. Then you think about rapid development cycles, right? So when speed to market is of critical essence, right? For a business to have a very thriving um, a presence in the market when almost for everything that you have um, has several other alternatives, rapid application development is of critical essence for innovation. And then how do you keep your security practices at pace with that rate of development is another challenge, right? Um, next one we can talk about is um, inconsistencies in security policies, right? Adopted by different teams um, that can lead to vulnerabilities. So you could, as the scale of organization increases, it's obviously a lot more difficult to have really consistent security standards implemented. Right, so then you start getting a very patchy, or uh, you get to develop blind spots in your security strategy. Uh, legacy systems, that's a big one. So right now, I think we've been in this shift from legacy systems to cloud architecture for over a decade now, and it, it's still not, it's still an ongoing trend, right? So many businesses still rely on older systems uh, that are not designed with modern security mindset. Right, so integrating those old legacy systems with the new APIs or introducing APIs to do that in uh, um, integration also introduces vulnerabilities. And there are more of these things, right? There is third party integrations where you bring in uh, maybe some functionality from an external party. So with that comes vulnerabilities that you don't even know about that may exist in your architecture. So there are so many more challenges, right? So uh, like I said, we, we can do a full podcast, just talk about challenges in our organization space. So the, the first point that you mentioned was really interesting is the, is the, uh, the, the, the giving the security teams the access to see uh, what's going on. And I think that aspect is also applicable for the whole developers, but uh, also here, I mean, giving the security uh, team, letting them uh, assess and uh, react on, on certain incidents is really important that working together uh, 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 is, is really key. Um, so what are um, some real world examples of, of the, can you take share some of those incidents or attacks on APIs that highlighted the need for improvement in security. Uh, are there any known cases that you can share with us? Yeah, like, see, see, these are happening day in, day out, right? And like, the, there's plenty of examples I can share. But let's focus on some of the high profile attacks that have happened in recent years, right? So, uh, in like, right before we started our uh, podcast recording, we were talking about Optus in Australia, right? So in September 2022, uh, Optus is a Australia's third largest telecommunications company. And they suffered a data breach affecting millions of current customers and former customers through an unprotected and publicly exposed API. Uh, what it meant is uh, this API did not require any user authentication uh, before facilitating a connection. So anyone that could have discovered the API on the internet could connect to it without submitting a username or password, right? So that's one example that comes to mind. Uh, overall, the amount of customers that got impacted, uh, they are proportional to like 40% of Australia's population. 
right? So that's wow. huge. That is huge. Uh, yeah. Uh, then you talk about Facebook and Cambridge Analytica, right? So uh, this is probably the most infamous example because it got a lot of media attention. Uh, but Cambridge Analytica harvested personal data of millions of Facebook users without consent, uh, all made possible through Facebook's API. Well, now, technically, this is not a breach since the API worked as intended. Uh, it's a cautionary tale about the need for strong access controls and understanding the downstream consequences of data access. Um, then there was Venmo data leak that happened. A Venmo, which is a popular payment app, uh, left its transaction API open to public. Uh, mm -hmm. As a result, a researcher was able to scrape details of nearly 7 million transactions. Uh, including usernames and transaction descriptions, right? So I can go on and on with the list of like high profile attacks that have happened. And this is, that's why I said early on that the threat is very real and really no one is immune from it. And if we, if we hear that, um, because software development and development of uh, infrastructure code and so on is, is much more and more. So the need for a security system that is controlling uh, and monitoring APIs um, it must be there. And we're talking about um, uh, Defender for API uh, within Defender for Cloud. Um, it's in public preview uh, at moment of recording um, that when we have this recording. Uh, what can you say about uh, Defender for API, how that is helping uh, protecting organizations uh, within API with the APIs that they are facing or the, uh, that, that they are using. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I would love to talk about Defender for APIs, but maybe we should uh, also talk about types of security risks, right? So I know Puyan asked about this question and I, I skipped over it, but what kind of security risks exist right with apis so before dive, yeah before diving into yeah. where, what the solution is uh, what are the risks let's talk about the problem yeah. yeah let's talk about the problem right so uh, we talked a bit about information exposure right that has happened in the recent attacks uh, that's very real uh, then there is second um, problem of broken authentication or authorization right so uh, if apis don't implement robust authentication mechanisms uh, attackers can impersonate legitimate users leading to unauthorized access to data, right? And this can be your customers' sensitive data, like PII information. It could be your organization's intellectual IP, right? So anything that you uh, that is very critical to the success of the business can get compromised. There are injection attacks. So just like databases or web apps, uh, APIs are susceptible to injection attacks where attackers send malicious data as input in the API to trick it to behave a certain way and do unintended uh, outcomes, get un unintended outcomes. Um, and also APIs can be exploited for like, uh, if there is no proper rate limiting on how many requests a specific user should get or how do you handle that sudden spike in request, right? So without proper rate limiting, an attacker can send a large number of requests to APIs in a short amount of time, potentially leading to a denial of service attack, right? So uh, those are like some of the risks that exist. Um, and there is no like, there are security solutions that do um, bits and pieces of coverage for this, but really you cannot use a 
like one size fits all solution when it comes to APIs, right? You really need to understand how an API behaves and what its uses patterns are, uh, and then have a very purposeful solution for it. So with that, I'll take a pause, uh, and then we can talk about Defender for APIs. Amazing. I mean, I mean to 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 sum it up, I think um, can we say that Defender for API does partially uh, security. I mean, when it comes to API security, it's partially configuration, uh, partially anomaly detection, like what behavior. So something can be valid but misused in certain ways. And 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 you also mentioned things like injecting, like adding data to properties with some kind of SQL injection behavior, but based on API-wise. Right. Yeah. Okay. So all sorts of these problems right, exist, right, with APIs. Um, and the way we are approaching this, right, so for, let's talk about Defender of APIs real yeah. quick here. Then. So now the time, right. how is Defender for APIs exactly going to fix this <laughs> or help right. us? So we, we talked about the security risks that exist with APIs. Now let's dive into how Defender for APIs is crafted to comprehensively protect your API infrastructure, right? Especially in environments like Azure. Um, so I'll, I'll talk about first the security posture piece, right? So this is where you want to understand your API landscape first. So we help with building a unified inventory of APIs. So like we talked about the disparity in uh, number of developers um, building APIs versus security operators who are trying to uh, protect the landscape. So with Defender for APIs, organizations can achieve central visibility into all their APIs managed in Azure API management. Uh, now, once we have detected these APIs and brought into a single pane of glass, we look at security insights and API hardening, right? So we tell you uh, what can we learn about these APIs. So we are able to pinpoint APIs that are externally exposed and they are no longer in use. So this could be APIs that you assumed were deprecated. Maybe they are legacy API versions that shouldn't be lingering around. Uh, which typically do not receive the most latest security patches, for example, then we can easily point them out. And as a security persona, you can work with the development teams to deprecate those. Um, uh, Defender APIs is comfortable at identifying high-risk misconfigurations, especially scenarios where there are no authentications or inadequately uh, authentication is set up, right? So. Um, and the last piece in API hardening is we regularly assess the security controls of Azure API management gateway against recognized best practices, right? So uh, that's the secure posture piece. Another um, uh, aspect here is also around sensitive data classification. So you know how um, customers today uh, use Microsoft Purview to uh, classify sensitive data um, and label it in their storages, um, in different storage systems. So we use the same classification that customers define to classify APIs based on data they're handling. That way you have same visibility into data in motion uh, through APIs. Uh, so that's the secure posture piece. Next, there is like proactive threat hunting, right? So uh, with uh, Defender C CSPM, Cloud Secure Posture Management Plan, in partnership with them, we have uh, integration into Cloud Security Explorer and attack, attack path analysis. 
so uh, security personas can swiftly prioritize and mitigate risks by querying different uh, particular aspects of apis to look at what vulnerabilities may exist uh, in the organization uh, and the last piece is around threat detection and with continuous monitoring uh, defender for apis is equipped to detect top OWASP api threats uh, we have a set of machine learning based models and rule based models to detect active threats against your api apis and generate an alert based on it um, so based on that again uh, since we are part of the mdc platform microsoft defender for cloud uh, all of these uh, insights that we generate or alerts that we generate can be streamed into your popular seam solution uh, like sentinel and then uh, incident response teams can respond or trigger a predefined uh, automation to to remediate that vulnerability wow that's a huge scale of uh, very advanced protection technologies uh, that, that you described um, and, and before we dive more in details uh, later on on the technologies and, and, and the, uh, I think one of the most important uh, options is when it comes to security these days is integration. Uh, you, you mentioned at the end, uh, for example, the integration with, uh, with Sentinel. Um, what other marks of security products does uh, Defender for API integrates with? And can you give us also some ideas on what we can achieve after those uh, integrations yeah like uh, three things come to my mind right so the current offering that we have comes with initial set of integrations uh, and we will be adding more um, so the first one is like i talked about microsoft sentinel integration so as microsoft's cloud native seam which is security information and event management solution uh, Sentinel offers vast threat detection and response capabilities. Uh, Defender for APIs feeds its recommendations and others into Sentinel, uh, allowing for a holistic view of the threat landscape and coordinated response across various platforms. So that's the first one. Uh, second is uh, integration with Azure API management. Uh, so Defender for APIs is not just another bolt-on solution. Uh, it's natively integrated into Azure API management portal. Uh, this integration means that the user do not have to hop between multiple platforms to get a comprehensive view of API security. Um, by providing this native experience in um, the APIM portal, uh, Defender for API ensures that developers, operation teams, and security professionals have a centralized, familiar, and efficient environment to manage and secure their APIs. And then one of the third integrations, which is under works right now, or maybe live by the time you uh, uh, publish this podcast is uh, Defender for APIs leverages Microsoft Purview, again, uh, for data discovery and classification capabilities to better understand the types of data that APIs handle. Um, this would provide added protection for sensitive or regulated data types, uh, ensuring that API endpoints handling such data are easily identified for risk prioritization. And last time we talked about uh, DevOps security, that was really easy to uh, put that on. It was, it was a one check mark, for example. How, how easy is it for uh, the API security within Defender for Cloud to enable that for customers? So how, how easy is it to start with Defender for API? 
Yeah, it's a great question, right? So getting started with uh, Defender for APIs is designed to be straightforward and seamless, especially for those who are already familiar with Microsoft Defender for Cloud. Uh, Defender for APIs shows up as one of the new Defender plans in, the Defend in Defender for Cloud. Uh, customers can navigate to the Defender plans page to review plan details and enable API security at a subscription level. Uh, today, you can select which APIs you would like to protect from a given subscription. Uh, soon, we will also add an option for customers to protect all APIs under a given subscription at scale. Uh, likewise, there is also a native experience in Azure API management, uh, where on the side navigation under security, uh, there is a new of new label for different of a cloud and customers can uh, follow that link within the Azure API management portal um, to enable different of APIs, right? So there is a native experience there in itself. So it's really straightforward uh, for uh, customers to enable that uh, at the moment in public preview. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, it's it's amazing to see uh, how easy uh, so complex um, an uh, issue can be fixed uh, by just going towards the Defender for Cloud and, and enabling some uh, some some settings. So I think you mentioned a lot of uh, the security risks, um, and and I was curious is like, what is in your opinion the significance of an of API security in today's digital world? And why should organizations pay special attention to us? You, you mentioned a lot of the risks, but what would be the key for you uh, to focus on? Yeah, like uh, in, in today's hyper-connected digital world, uh, the role of APIs has never been more prominent, right? So making APIs the security's most paramount problem to solve, right? So um, I, I think it was a Gartner study that uh, pointed out that APIs are the top attack vector that bad, bad actors use for exploiting uh, an enterprise, right? So we talked about proliferation of APIs, right? So that imp that underscores the significance of API security. Uh, we talked about digital transformation. So as companies adopt more and more cloud infrastructure or microservices and they are uh, dealing with legacy uh, systems, uh, APIs are fueling a lot of that transformation. Uh, so again, that is important. Uh, there is sensitive data handling um, through APIs. Um, and I think one thing that we haven't touched upon is the regulatory scrutiny, right? So again, um, with data protection laws like GDPR, CCPA, or HIPAA, and others coming into play, uh, organizations are under stringent regulations to protect users' data, right? Uh, insecure APIs can lead to non-compliance, result in heavy fines and legal ramifications. So again, like uh, that, like underscores the uh, motivations for the organization to invest in API security. Exactly, and 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 if you if we would look on the organization's type, which type of business or organization would benefit the most, in your opinion, from Microsoft Defender for API at the moment? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, and I have a laundry list to go through, right? So nice. uh, the, 
the the great thing is that uh, defender for apis is designed with versatility versatility in mind right so aiming to address broad spectrum of api security concerns that organizations face today um, that's it let's look at specific sectors or businesses right that can really benefit so first is large enterprises right especially those with complex it infrastructure uh, with multiple APIs spanning across different departments or branches uh, will find significant value. The centralized visibility aspect that we bring is like a boon for security operator. Um, financial institutions is another one. Uh, think about banks, payment gateways, or fintech startups that rely heavily on APIs for transactions, uh, data transfer, or third-party integrations. Um, healthcare organizations. Uh, with APIs facilitating data exchange between medical devices, patient record systems, and other health, health platforms. Um, data privacy and meeting regulatory standards like HIPAA become crucial. Uh, E-commerce platforms. These are businesses relying on APIs for payment processing, inventory management, customer data handling. Um, telecommunications, like we talked about Optus in Australia, right? So uh, they, they that's one area. Uh, startup and innovators, um, like we talked about large organizations on the top end, smaller organizations as well, uh, who are um, especially those in the tech domain, right? So often building their entire business models around digital platforms. Uh, these young companies can establish strong security foundations early on by leveraging solutions like Defender for APIs. So um, really the answer is almost everyone can benefit that, that was almost uh, so, my uh, summary of it all as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's it's awesome to see that the to hear also that the product is developed not only for the enterprises but also accessible for younger and and, and smaller organization. Um, that means that you guys have simplified the the stepping uh, for those organizations as well, and the product is able to do advanced. Uh, uh, configuration uh, for enterprises, for example, maybe. So now we talked about uh, the organization types. Maybe it's also awesome to deep a little bit deeper into the product uh, uh, and, and how Defender for for API operates as well. For instance, what what technologies or methodologies are used for threat detection response? Uh, right. Let's see. What can I share? Uh, I, I can't talk a ton about the product's interworkings right now because we are in the preview phase. Uh, but at the heart of Defender for APIs, threat detection mechanism uh, is a combination of advanced machine learning models. Uh, these models analyze API patterns and identify anomalies that deviate from the baseline. For example, if there is a sudden spike in request volume or unexpected data transfer, the system recognizes it as anomalous um, and triggers an alert. Uh, once a threat is detected, customers can orchestrate threat response via custom logic apps or workflow automations. So uh, this could include isolating the affected API, blocking malicious IP addresses, or initiating a predefined recovery protocol, right? Um, similarly, um, one of the cool things is around sensitive data classification, right? So um, the data from an organization's perspective are like crown jewels and they invest a lot in protecting data in different storages right so that's data at rest 
what we bring to the table is same type of data classification or identification when the data is in motion through APIs. And now you get that complete picture of uh, how the data resides in different storages. At the same time, while it's transiting through APIs, uh, we are able to use the same classification that you may have defined um, to call that out. Amazing. So all this technology that's used on there is also technologies, for example, used by uh, products that you mentioned, like Perfume. Uh, Amanda, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of integration going on. Um, and and looking towards the future, looking at the products and the integration that are now in place, like you mentioned, uh, integration with Seam, uh, building your own response there, or integration with Perfume. Um, or other uh, uh, topics. Um, what are the future developments um, and what can we expect to see even more uh, based on what you can share, of course, in Defender for API? Uh, yeah. Uh, like, without giving too many specifics, right? So, I think in general, like, API security space spans across or should span across full API lifecycle, right? Um, which includes discovery of APIs, understanding what you can learn about those APIs. Then there is protection. What can you do to protect your existing threat landscape? Uh, detection, which is runtime. Um, okay, how do you monitor APIs? What's flowing through the APIs? Who's accessing those? And then response, right? So if you detect an anomaly or a threat, how do you respond to it? Uh, so we will continue investing along all of those areas, right? So from a discovery side, for example, um, today we support APIs managed in Azure API management. Um, so we'll look to add even more sources of APIs, uh, depending on uh, where we feel is the biggest customer ask. So that is, we'll expand our discovery capabilities. Uh, in terms of understanding, we'll look at uh, understanding the context of access or um, understanding uh, the intent behind an API creation, for example. Um, in terms of protection, um, or I think shift left is another thing that uh, is interesting for us, right? So uh, how can you find vulnerabilities before they end up in production? Um, that's an area of interest. Um, um, and lastly, the detection piece, right? So we already have a robust set of machine learning detections. So we'll continue fine tuning those in terms of accuracy and adding more actionability to those uh, um, detections. And then what more can we do in terms of finding new threats that keep evolving? Amazing, I think uh, a lot of good to look forward for. Um, I think definitely l l l listening to you and, and, and hearing that so many APIs are around the world, um, definitely uh, taking it to a broader scene uh, or giving more coverage over the APIs would be really awesome. Um, yeah, I think we covered a lot. 
We yeah, covered a lot today. Uh, and if, if we if we look into the future, I want I want to take uh, the, the opportunity to make an, an another appointment, maybe in in a, in a few months or in a half year or so. But uh, c- can we come back and do another recording later on if uh, the the product is GA, for example, uh, in in the next future? Because uh, we're now still in public preview. Um, somewhere it will be GA. Um, if it's GA, can we do another uh, another one as well to uh, to talk about what's new and uh, how we can uh, can organize that? Yeah, definitely. I would love to come back and speak with you and your audiences about the cool innovations we continue to do uh, on the platform. Uh, it's it's an exciting space. We are innovating every single day, so there will always be more to talk about. So I would love to come back sometime in the um, future. So let let's do that. Um. I, uh, one la- one last question: Is there some remark for our listeners that you want to make, or is there a a highlight that you want to point out uh, regarding Defender for API, or is it a call a call to action, or so- something else? What, what 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 is there something you want to say to uh, to, to our listeners? Yeah, I, I would keep it simple, right? Grow try go try it out. Uh, we are like like i like to say typically when i go talk to customers is we are on the ground floor right now right so this is the time when you get to touch and feel the product and shape it so try it out give us feedback and we'll we'll act on it and it's really easy to turn it on yeah you have explained it yeah, thank you, Ajinka, for, for, for joining us today. Um, I think it's a really great topic, uh, also for our listeners, at least to be aware of the fact that this is going on. I think a lot of organizations aren't aware of, of this topic, or um, but I think it's good to point it out. Thanks for you joining us. Uh, joining us. Thanks for sharing your feedback um, to our listeners, uh, how to get started. Uh, what to watch for um, and, 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 ha- and the importance of, uh, of this topic uh, for, 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 us, for all of us. Yeah, thank you. And right, thanks, guys. And you as a listener, thanks for listening to this episode uh, listening because uh, we don't have a video uh, of this uh, at the moment, but uh, later on we will uh, do that as well. Um, but um, hopefully we see each other next time um, but before next time um, when we record you can hit the subscribe button um, in uh, on YouTube or on our podcast platforms to uh, subscribe because if you do that uh, you know when the latest recording will be online so um, please do that if you have feedback on our uh, recordings uh, please let us know uh, that can be uh, on our socials or uh, on our website uh, talkingsecurity.nl you can see everything about it and uh, yeah we're continuing this uh, defender for cloud series uh, next time probably with a defender for containers or defender for ot Let's we have see. a lot of great sessions in the planning. Uh, so yeah, definitely. we have a lot of a lot to do. So thank you for now, uh, and let's see each other uh, next time. Thank you. <laughs>